The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Greetings, Koopalings! Welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. That's right, the Shack is back. This week we're man down. We're flying without a Jason Lacey over there at Fluxapose, if you didn't know. And their 200th episode, such a huge milestone. I gave them the week off, but don't fear. I brought some friends with me. Caroline makes a return. Hey, girl. Let's dance, boys. Oh, it's good stuff. I like it. And making his Shaq of debut, Shaq proper debut, the man over there from the, the land of cardboard, Kyle. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Watching you jam out while that music was playing brought joy to my heart. Oh, it's yeah, it, was it, was, it, it was great. So uh, what you don't know yet, because you can't hear it, is that we switched our bumper. Ooh, there, <laughs> I'm there looking forward to it. There you go. Um, so this week on Shaq, the reason that Caroline and Kyle are here specifically, I actually had this scheduled like two, three weeks ago, is we were talking Bayonetta because Bayonetta dropped... For Nintendo, last week, uh, it is their first exclusive game, I guess, really, of, like, 2018, right? Ish? Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say it was On the Switch, first day of... anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It was the leading eShop last week, so it's it appears to be selling well. Although, I have seen reports it's not selling nearly as well as it did on Wii U. And that makes sense. It's a port of an old game. Um, so, we're going to talk about that um, right now. And then I've got some news stories, and we can talk about some of the things that we've been playing. Um but let's let's first let's say has anybody beaten Bayonetta two on Switch yet? Nice. Me. I'm on chapter thirteen. I tried. I ran out of time. I did I a finished stream. It today. Nice. I tried. I but tried. I came home. In my defense, I played the whole thing on easy just so I'd be ready. Ooh, I'm playing on normal. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit yeah. better. Um, how many of you beat Bayonetta one? Okay. So <laughs> listeners, Caroline beat Bayonetta two. Kyle beat Bayonetta one, and so did Caroline. And I haven't beaten either one of them. Uh, I didn't even play Bayonetta one. So let's let I'm gonna let you guys start. You're missing out. It comes full circle at the end. I'm excited. Okay, so tell me why, because that's that's the reason I I, I never played Bayonetta one on Wii U either. Um, I just I was always I always took the approach. Why would I play Bayonetta one when I could why? be playing Bayonetta two? <laughs> so you've never played Bayonetta one. I tried it. I turned it on and like played like maybe the first chapter or two, and then I was like, I'm just gonna play the new one. Um, we were it, we were joking earlier. Who plays Bayonetta for the story? Right. I mean, you, you you have to play Bayonetta one in order to understand Bayonetta two. Let, so let's get into it. Tell me, you guys, tell me, you guys play Bayonetta one on Switch. Let Kyle, let's throw it to you, buddy. You're a Bayonetta fan. Bayonetta one on Switch. What do you think? Should I play it? Why should I play it? I think you know, and obviously, I don't know because I haven't started Bayonetta two yet. From what I hear, Bayonetta one is far more challenging than Bayonetta 2 is. But I really enjoy the game, and I think when it comes to looking for a solid hack'em, slash'em, beat-em-up style game that's really going to test your skills and push you to the limits of how good of a gamer are you, uh, I think that Bayonetta is a really excellent entry into that, and it's just oozing with style. I think that I like games that know what they are and are willing just to push that limit to the extre- to the edge, to the extreme, and Bayonetta 100% does that. Uh, I played it back on 360, beat it then. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I was more than happy to jump back into it on Switch and play it again. I think it feels pretty much exactly the same, like I, which I'm slightly disappointed by. I was hoping for a little something extra there, a little something. And maybe this is just my mind, and like it doesn't. maybe it does look better than I remember it, but I don't feel like it does. Uh, but that could easily just be my memory tainting what it actually looks like like you know how when you play games you're like oh this is what it always looked like but then when you actually see what it looked like you're like oh gosh never mind it didn't look that good um but i wish it was h like full 1080 like that would be nice that'd be cool but overall still a great experience still a really fun game really cool story awesome combat like i think it's i think it's a fun time donnie and you are definitely missing out if you haven't experienced it yeah I'm shocked you've made it up through chapter 13 knowing what the heck's going on. Oh, I don't. Uh, so that's... that's <laughs> um, Bro, come on. So, all right. So did, this, you, did you play it on Wii U, though? I beat Bayonetta 2 on Wii U. So I know okay, like what I'm in okay. for. I've done this before. Oh, um, but it makes so much more sense if you play the original game. That makes sense because I really... I mean, it's one of those things where I was like, I don't really know what's going on. But as 
as Kyle alluded to before we started, like, I also kind of feel like maybe I don't really need to. You know, it's just like I'm just like I'm smashing like, you know, the A and X buttons. I'm beating up some fools like I, I don't really. I mean, I get it. Right. So like, all right, let, I don't even go there. Bayonetta one. We're still in Bayonetta one. Go crazy. Bayonetta one. I'm just I'm just going to say, like, for Kyle, who has not played Bayonetta two, I highly recommend it. Number one, because like I played Bayonetta last week when it when it popped out. And number one, that game is a lot shorter than I remember. There are way more chapters. I, I'd say maybe about five more chapters in Bayo 2 than there are for the original game. Hmm. Uh, on top of that, the load times that I remember between Wii U and Switch version are like, it's not even comparable. It's like five seconds within load times on Bayo 1. And that that's amazing to me because on the Wii U, you know, I, I figured, hey, they could probably do away with some of the load time. And as I, I, I dabbled in it on the Xbox 360 when my friend had it way back in 2010. I was still in college. And I don't remember enough about load times then. It looked fine back then, but um, it it definitely needed a facelift, and I don't think it got it. But anyway, Bayo 2 looks incredible in comparison once you play them back-to-back. Um, and it's just, but what? Go there ahead. There we go. That, I think... Honestly, I think the biggest reason why I was like, why would I play Bayonetta 1 when I could play Bayonetta 2 is the, the looks. Okay. But like that's, when I played the old one, I was watching a cutscene. It looked like it was like running in slow motion. I was like, this just doesn't look all It's just like really dark. It's like, I was like, eh. I can watch a YouTube who, video and get caught up and just go play the better game. I'm obsessed with like story and art and gameplay, yeah. like and music and stuff. So like the story, the art and the music are what bring me into a game. That's why I love Xenoblade 2 so much. Then mm. you obviously didn't care about it. <laughs> you got rid of it. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, but anyway, um, Kyle gets off clean here. Yeah, I got rid of it too. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And here I was upset that they delayed 1.3.0 until like updates but you know what that's fine by me i am ready because i already 100 of the game that's another story yeah um but uh kyle you have to play bayo 2 and donna you have to play bayo 1 because (laughs) i think i'm more in i'm more into chewing on donnie for not having played the original bayonetta uh because you've had eight years to do it. Just like hate I, Donnie week, man. I just I tell you this whole week, everybody in every channel of our discord. is just, oh. I'm just, I'm just going to help say, you out today. That's true. Thank you, buddy. That's true. I forgot about all that already. Of, all of the events of Bayonetta one are explained like any sort of weird, uh, plot holes that happened in the original Bayonetta. It's like, why did so-and-so have this motive? Why did so-and-so do this? Why that completely full circle at the end of Bayonetta 2. Okay. So, let's, I mean, let's just cut this short so we can get on to the, the main course here. Bayonetta 1, it's like a 360 game on the Switch that you get for buying Bayonetta 2, right? It's like a freebie. It's like a throw-in. But it's a Court and Caroline. It's totally worth your time. She thinks you should play it. Um, I mean, is there anything really more to say about it than that? No. It's, how old is the game? It's like 10 years old at this point. <laughs> no, it came out I don't want to spend 30 minutes talking about a 10-year-old game. It's, it's eight years old. There you go. Uh, but but you really, in order to appreciate the story of Bayonetta two, I feel like you have to have played its predecessor. Okay, is that because of like his uh, because of like her mom and dad and all that? Yeah, because I mean I kind of get it. I don't feel like a- I need to play the first one to understand. I, I understand it. I may not a- fully be aware, but I think I understand it. There's allusions to uh, another character that I won't go into in Bayo one that. Uh, Loki, the uh, child character what? in Bayonetta 2, is very much like a sort of uh, parallel to the other character. I, I won't go into it for... Plus, plus Kyle's heart. He All right. Play. I will play it. I promise you. I will play it. Well, I mean, I bought it. I got it. I used what? the code. You know what? It, 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 I started it Friday night when I downloaded it, and I beat it Saturday afternoon. So, I mean, like, I played it on easy mode just to... Or not, not easy whatever the second one is, the middle one, which is technically the normal that they have. The old normal is considered hard mode in Bayo 2. So yeah, they've really dumbed it down in Bayo 2. Okay. uh, Just to be clear, I am playing Bayo 2. I just haven't started it yet. Like, I fully 100% plan to play it. I I understand that, but but I mean, like, for somebody that's like, oh my god, I love Bayo, and I, like, I just can't believe you haven't played it yet. Well, my wife really wanted to play Lego Hobbit this week, so that is what I've mm. played. Mm. 
Caroline just looks on that with such disdain. <laughs> All right. Um, I have played Bayonetta 2. I have beaten it in the past, and I am almost done with it now. Um, we are through hell, or, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm getting there. Inferno. I'm almost done, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bayonetta 2 uh, is great. I share some of the same feelings that Kyle shares about Bayonetta 1 with Bayonetta 2. I'm a little, and I mentioned this in our Discord all week. So for those of you that haven't checked in, PSVG, PlaceVideoGames.com, Discord banner. You can join us and talk with us all week long. Um, I'm a little upset they did, I feel like they've done nothing to this game. They've literally taken a game that came out three years ago. They've re-released it in its full form and touch it. <laughs> they didn't do anything to it. They were just like, here it is, and it's full price. They even lower the price. They uh, they changed the names. It was it was uh, easy, normal, and hard mode. In the Wii U version, was first climax, second climax, and third climax, respectively. There you go. That's a twenty dollar bump. Uh, they've they've just changed it to easy, normal, and hard on this one. So I mean, there is the there is the part of me that goes, I love Bayonetta, uh, like the character, and I love the game as in the gameplay. So I'm happy to support and want it to be there. There's the Nintendo fan on me that loves having a, another exclusive that I'm proud to have that I want to support as well. There's also the I own all the console gamer in me that's like, this is ridiculous. Like if the Ratchet and Clank game got remade, all retextured everything, and it was $40. And this got nothing done at all. And it's $60. Like it is the same game. You remember you remember what I was telling you this week that Ugh. I was going to admit that I was wrong about something? Yes, go. Uh, it, it did have a change to it. It got a facelift. And I complained when I saw the back, uh, the comparison of the muted colors of the okay. Wii U. Yeah. And the Switch basically just got, let's pump the saturation up. Yeah, let's you're right. Like, it's like they notched the gamma slider up a little. Like, things are a little brighter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was mad because I was like, I like that muted kind of washed out light that the original Bayonetta had. And I liked the way that it looked in Bayo 2. Um, as of playing through on the switch, I am definitely more a fan of the pumped up color, which is what I said. Yeah. I want yeah. more brighter, more colors. Yeah. Always now, like the, the load screens and the Muspelheims. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Just absolutely gorgeous. And it's just small things like that that I, I was able to appreciate. But, yeah, that's about it. That's that's really all that they it's did. It's kind of a bummer because like, you would expect in 2018 on improved hardware, hardware that's proven that it can do more than its predecessor, you would expect a resolution bump at the very least without sure. even texture work, resolution yeah. bump. I don't think it's crazy to expect in three years texture work and a resolution bump. Um, it's kind of a cash grab, just a little bit. Just Again, a little. happy to have it, happy to support it. I'm not saying I regret it. I'm just saying – Kind of leaves me a little, just a little let down. I think you it's have to understand that out. Switch has surpassed the Wii U in sales. I think already. Come, yes, or it's, yep. it's gotten close. Yep. No, it has. And, no, that's completely uh, nine has. months. It passed Wii U's five years. Oh my god! Um, but <laughs> they, they they understand that next to nobody had a Wii U, and people that wanted to play it and maybe didn't own the Wii U, which we need to talk about what you've done. We will. He uh, just—I I think it's given him the opportunity, and that's—it's half cash grab, half let's give the other people an opportunity. Right, right, you're, because... you're absolutely right. I point that out with Kevin all the time that there's a lot of people that never played these games. You're—you're you're right, but three years have passed. I mean, like I just—I don't know. Kyle, help me here. Like you should I never played a little bit more, right? I mean, I expected a little bit more. Granted, I never played—I didn't have a Wii U, so I never played Bayonetta two, and actually, you know, currently still have, but will in like the next. But week. like, if Shadow of Colossus came out, and it's like it's seven twenty p. Like people would have been furious. Right? Yeah, people, would, be people would have been really upset, and I, I do think that is a little disappointing. But I also think for them, it was the balance of okay, we need to clearly we have you know we have a third one coming out that's announced. We need to drive some knowledge of like who this character is and what this is all about to the people who are on this system. So we could spend maybe another four months, right? you know, bumping up resolutions, you know, maybe improving textures, doing whatever and have this come out. But we don't know when Bayo 3 is coming out. So maybe they're like, no, this has to drop now. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe Bayo or maybe 2019. They're, but maybe they're just hard at work at Bayonetta 3 and they're like, let's get Bayonetta 2 out. And they literally yeah. just took the same code and moved it over. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that said, here, here I got a couple things I'll say, and then I'll turn it over. I want to turn it back to you, Kyle, because you said some interesting things aboard video games, things I just didn't expect and kind of blew me away. 
Um, that said, 720p is fine. Uh, specifically, the cutscenes Bayonetta 2 still looks really good. Um, runs well. Um, there are sections in the game that I really enjoy. Specifically, anytime like there's water um, with those colors that they drop down, and right, and it's mm-hmm. all like rainbowy color. Like that's beautiful, and you yeah. see that. You know, 10, 13 different environments. Like, it's not like this one section of the game. You see it constantly. You see it in the church. You see it in the chapel. You see it in the outside. You see it in Inferno. Like, it's fantastic. I love it. That, whatever they're doing there, I don't even know the best way to describe it, but that watercolory thing that they're doing, I need that in more games. Like, that, it makes the whole game look so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, the game looks 10 times better when you play it portably. I stand by that. When you really? play this game, in portable mode at 720 on a six inch screen, yeah. you don't notice it nearly as much when you blow it up on a 60 inch TV. You blow up on a 60 inch TV and you're like, boy, that's an edgy looking game. You yeah. play it on the portable mode, you're like, this game looks great. You don't even know. You're like, it looks amazing. Is it in 4K? It's it's incredible. Um, there's something about that compression, man. You just you can't see it because it's so small. That's- Donnie plays all his games in 720 or 4K. Nothing go. in between. That said. <laughs> I was, in my mind, when I was playing it portably, I was like, Kyle's going to love this. He's coming from Vita. He's a portable player. God, this he's just going to blow his mind. He's going to boot up Bayonetta 2 and be like, oh, my God. And he still might. We, we've, we've, we've learned now that he hasn't played it yet. Um, but Bayonetta 1, you're like, ooh, I don't like playing it portably. What gives, man? Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I think I am falling hard out of love with Joy-Cons. Yeah. I, I like I've went from Celeste to this where like control <laughs> is really important and the Joy-Cons I'm really getting I think they do some things great and for some gaming they are great but for gaming like this I don't think they're ideal and that's the reason now granted I could take them off you know or leave them on set it up on the stand grab my pro controller and do that and I know this is just something I need to get over. That just feels weird to me. I'm like, if I'm holding this Pro Controller and I have this huge television right there, why am I looking at the six-inch screen on my right. coffee table? Makes you sense. Know? So for me, I, that's something I just have to get over, I think, because I'm playing it on normal. I'm not playing it on any of the easier things. I'm and, normal too, yeah. And with those Joy-Cons, man, I just tell you. And maybe I'm just older now and I suck way more at games. That's very possible. I'm going to tell you what I told Jason. You got to get thumbsticks. When you're playing with Joy-Cons, it makes a world of difference. I'm not saying it's better than Pro Controller, right? but it makes a world of difference. And maybe I'll try that. Because like, you're right. It looks great on the screen. And I, that is the way I want to play it. I just really feel like I'm struggling in making things happen. And then when I throw it in the dock and play, from a you know gameplay perspective, I'm having far fewer issues as far as doing the things that I think I should be able to do. And like, yep, that responded the way I thought it was going to. I'm just not having those issues anywhere near as much as when I'm playing with the Pro Controller. Right. Caroline, Bayonetta 2. What? What's your thoughts? Go. Let's hear it. I, I've already played it for Wii U, uh, yeah. so this game is kind of like three years old for me. Um, I like the story in Bayo 2 better than Bayo 1. That makes me less likely to go... you like, got to play it, dude. <laughs> I'm like, why am I playing Bayonetta 1, then? <laughs> You've got to play it. Like, I mean, like as a sequel... You can appreciate it like, you know, it's like Toy Story. Like the original Toy Story was fantastic. But then you see Toy Story 2 and you're like, man, they did a really good job on that. That's really good. And you see Toy Story 3 and you're like, oh, my God, how could they top like Toy Story and Toy Story 2? That's my personal opinion, by the way. But Bayo 2 kind of trumped Bayo 1 like story. And I don't know if that's because it speaks to the Bayo 1 stuff or if it's just because I was more in depth and my husband who has not been into uh, any of the Bayo stuff, by the way, actually said I'm into Bayo two more than I was Bayo one. Cool. So very cool. Um, yeah. I had a question and I completely forgot it when you started talking about your husband, he just completely shocked my mind. Um, so before, before we move on to other things, I did want to say like, Kyle, we always talk kind of, just kind of like philosophy, right? Back to back mm-hmm. towards each other. We're always thinking of like these grand thoughts. Tell me what you think about this. The Switch is weird in some cases because if Bayonetta 2 was running on a Vita, I think I'd score it like a 9.5. But because I can also run it on the dock, comparing to other things, <laughs> I'd score it like a 7.5. How do you feel with like that? Isn't that weird? 
Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make yeah. a point. It's a weird point to make, but it's weird. Because, like, right. as a portable game, it's incredible. But I, I think the difference being, though, that you're... If Bayo ran on Vita and looked the way it does, you'd be like, they're maximizing... They're the, killing it. They're getting the maximum out of that hardware. Yeah. Whereas right now, you don't feel that way. You feel like, hey... I've seen things that are better than this on this hardware. I haven't seen many things that look better portably than Bayonetta does on Switch portably. In portable mode. But, uh, it looks yeah. better than Zelda in portable mode, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think at that point you're talking an art style difference okay. of, of what you prefer. Fair enough. To, to me, I mean, I think I think Zelda, for however much I may give it crap on occasion, I think Zelda's a beautiful game. I think so do stellar, I. It, just, it loses, it gets, it gets dull and it gets edgy in portable mode. It's <laughs> Totally yeah. playable, but I mean, if we're splitting hairs and being specific, I mean, I think it and gets, laggy. yeah, like the colors kind of tone out, like it gets that, like that Vaseline, like white, you know, whereas Bayonetta is still sure. very crisp. And it's very narrow. Yeah, but is that also true. not that's the way true. that you've very got linear, your, right in front of you, small right. areas. You're absolutely right. The way that you've got your TV set up too, because I know my TV set up, it's a little bit saturated more than what the screen is on the portable mode mine's turned all the way up all colors full yeah <laughs> so um but I, but I don't think that's unusual because like you you know if if this package came out as is and you were to play it on your xbox one x that's true you know would you be like oh you clearly wouldn't give it a nine five there you know so like probably not not i, not- I, I don't I, I don't think that's unusual because you're just saying hey I feel like there still could be more here based off the hardware this is on or not. But, you know, I, I don't think that's necessarily totally unusual. Okay. Um, I'm kind of over review, so I'm really not going to say <laughs> oh, like a review score. Like I've, I've been talking about this just score for like a month now. I'm, I'm just kind of like over numbers. So um, I really don't care. Um, I think it's a really good game. I love Bayonetta the character. We'd be remiss, though, if we left this conversation. And we need to at least address the elephant in the room. Not to get too political, but Bayonetta always seems to um, – garner the subject of sexuality and how you feel about it so caroline bayonetta pretty sensuous character that bother yeah as a woman i don't give a crap nice um yeah i just (laughs) it's a good game and i like you know i don't care how she looks personally like if i were swinging that way she wouldn't make me feel a certain way either i mean it doesn't do anything for me it doesn't do anything against it for me Kyle, you guys laughing at me? No, I, I love it. I, I just thought it was an issue. <laughs> you wanted to approach it. That's fine. That's totally cool. Um, I don't have any issues. I think that there is a distinct difference between Bayonetta as a character and other um, women in games as characters, and the fact of how Bayonetta, um, her sexuality is one hundred percent her choice, and how she chooses to use it, and how she chooses to present herself and use that to her advantage over dumb dudes who are like, well, I can't handle myself. Um, so no, I don't think there's any problem there at all. Now, might that be put off to some people to their sensibilities or they may feel that the game's inappropriate? Sure. Absolutely. Um, but you know, that's my perspective on it as a dude, you know, like I, I also feel like I only have so much that makes oh, sense. I was like, to- I have to quantify that I am in fact a dude. A, a dude. Well, I'm just saying that like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel the need to my, disclose my sexuality as a male. <laughs> I just thought I was a guy that had nothing to do with my sexuality. But it. anyway. Um, well, a guy is. No, okay. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but what I'm saying is, is like, I think however the situation is, I feel like you can easily make arguments the other direction that, that makes sense. But in general, um, I don't think her as a character is any issue with me at all. So. Well, I have a little uh, feedback to share. First and foremost, as, as a male, as a guy, as a dude. As a dude. Um, I love dude it. Abides. I always have. Like, nobody, that's a shocker to nobody. Everybody's like, oh, my God, here's misogynistic Donnie. Love it. I always have. I love Bayonetta. My wife, on the other hand, not the biggest fan, especially, like, first glance. She's always like, all right, she's like, I like Bayonetta, but why does she have to, like, spin down the spear when she uses it? And why does she have to, like, bend like that? And why does she have? And I'm like, I love it because, to me, it's very... All right, before I say sexist things that makes people mad, to me, it's like it's very much like it's the best way of saying this. It's very much like a girl, like kicking butt like a girl's way, like a femme fatale type way. Like she's not like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's not a girl doing dude things. I know. I you got remember you. how I mentioned that in Uncharted? 
Remember, Kyle? I was like, these yeah, are girls, very, but they kind of just they could be Nathan Drake. Like you could just swap the face, and you wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> well, feel I, she feels like a woman kicking tail. And I think now too, you know, it's very La Femme Nikita, right? But with things like Atomic Blonde and things like this coming yes. out, I think the stylistic of this is not as, um, you know, is something we're seeing more and more than we were when Bayonetta originally released back right. in 2010. Right. Um, and then last night when we were playing, I was beating up some fools. My wife was watching me, and she was like, "Why does she have to do that? Why does she have to do that?" And then she goes, "Can't can't they just be princesses?" And I said, "Hey, watch it." There are a lot of girls get really upset when every video game, she's like, I know. She's like, and then she kind of, she kind of pulled a 180, probably more like a 140. She's like, eh, I guess I like Bayonetta. At least, at least she's not like a damsel in distress. So it's a, I think I always think it's a fun topic that people can talk around. They can go around and around. Yeah. And you, you can bend it if you're, you know, if you hate it. I got, it, I got no it. problem with a peach being a princess, a damsel in distress. And I got no problem with Bayonetta being like this kick-ass woman that, you know, flaunts what she got it people are going to be upset about everything That's but true. i'm i'm just not picky you know it's a game it is, it is kind of interesting because my wife's reaction to it was because I had asked her, I was like, hey, what do you think? And she's like, well, you know, that's, you know, that's, it's whatever. Doesn't, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother her. And I was like, well, you know, some people have concerns about, you know, the sexuality of the character. And she, and her first response is, oh, I thought they'd way more care about the fact that she's killing angels. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> no, nobody, nobody's ever said that. Nobody cares nobody about that. That's fine. That part up. So whatever, we, I guess. Are, she kills we, angels and demons. She's fair on both sides. She doesn't care. She does, it is true. She does. But at that time, totally I neutral. was killing angels. I love that. That's great. Yep. That's great. That's all right. Funny. Well, uh, we all thumbs up recommend Bayonetta, right? Yes. That's good. There you go, Shaq, folks. That's all you really need to know. You should, if you have a Switch, you should totally buy Bayonetta. If you have a Switch and only a Switch, I would say it's a must-grab. If you've never yes. played it before, it's a must-grab. You should play it. So we'll move on. Um, before I, I've got some news stories, just a couple, but I want to ask you guys what you've been doing on Switch or just in the Nintendo ecosphere. Like we haven't had either one of you on in a few weeks. Kyle, in particular, yeah. I checked out your Switch profile. Not to put you on blast here, yeah. Um, but I was looking at my own time, and I looked at Kyle's. And the reason I want to br- bring this up, um, one, I want to ask you about a game you're playing. Two, I noticed that your profile didn't say you were playing Benetta to me. Which oh, makes me at, want to ask you, like, were you connected to the internet? Or were you offline? Like, is that something oh, I, that... My Switch uh, does not like to hook up to our wireless. I don't know why. It never has. Wow. Um, I will be playing for, like, two hours, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, somebody's online, and then I'll go to look, and I'll be like, oh, I can't connect no, to the not. internet. That was my initial so, impression. I was like, he must not be online. That must be an online function. Yeah, because, like, I, I don't know what it is in my basement, like, my PS4 and my Xbox... Both hook up to wireless just fine. My Switch, I have to, like, bring it upstairs and sit in a certain spot, and then it'll hook up. So, like, when I download games, I literally, like, bring it upstairs and set it in one spot, and that's where I download my games from for my Switch. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you about Floor, Cl- Floor Kids. I know you talked yeah. about it briefly on Board of Video Games, but I want to know, mm-hmm. like, have you played it since? Can you tell our Shack listeners about that game? Because neither Jason and I uh, pulled the trigger on that one. Yeah, so it's yeah. a really... It, it's a, it's a cool game. I really am into rhythm games, and I think you have to be into rhythm games to like this game, definitely. Uh, but they really, it's a unique approach to a rhythm game in the sense of uh, you're able to, you know, you have folks in the crowd and you're dancing, and they're calling out different things for you to do. So you have to get good enough at the controls and recognize, like, when they're calling this thing out, that's this button combination, this combination of things that I have to do in order to maximize your score. And that's still the thing for me that I struggle the most with, is that I? It's very entrenched in um, that dancing culture, and I just don't know it well enough. Uh, but the music's really cool. It's a really fun, easy to pick up. Just play one stage and, and move on if you only have like five minutes to do. Um, I still pick it up from time to time. It's definitely um, because of Celeste and now because of Bayonetta. I haven't put a ton of time into it lately, um, but I plan to keep going back and playing it. And it's a game I think I'm going to continue to go back and play. It's definitely a niche game. I don't think it's for everyone, but. For those who will like it, if you're into rhythm games, if you're like into that style of hip-hop music, I think it's a, a really good fit for that. Um, and I think it's a really interesting, unique game to have on Switch because it's not anywhere else, I don't believe, right now. Um, and I think it fits the Switch. You know how everyone's like, oh, I'd really wish this game was on Switch. It fits it really <laughs> well because 
you know, you can literally pick up and play it for five minutes to get through one song, or you can sit down for two hours and complete an entire stage. So, yeah, I think it's a good a good buy. I think it's an interesting game. I think the art style is great. The music's stellar. You just really have to be into a rhythm game in order to probably truly appreciate it. Crazy. Okay. Um, in perusing your outdated profile, I also noticed you played Mario the most and like yeah. everything else, not at all. So why? So the question is, <laughs> since you're here at Shaq and you've said your remarks, why do you hate Zelda? What's the problem? Dude? I don't hate Zelda. No, you hate Zelda. No, it proves no, it. No, I don't hate it. Zelda You've at played all. floor kids longer. You've played Zelda. What's the problem? Are yeah, you I... serious? No. <laughs> I'm sicking Caroline on you now. <laughs> That's fine. Number one. Number one. Um, I am a Link to the Past kid. Like, so for me, like every Zelda game right away becomes, is this, this as good as... It's not an excuse. Every game is, is this as good as Link to the Past? And the answer in the first 30 minutes is no. So then it's like, well, why would I want to play it? If okay. it's not as good as the best one, you I know, was... why is Donnie going from not playing yes. Bayonetta one? Because Bayonetta yes. two is way better. There you go. I'm just, I was just joking with you. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to get that out. Um, We're gonna have words in the parking lot later. Ha! Um, <laughs> My parking lot is frozen. The parking lot here is frozen. So if you want to come on up, it's you're 75 welcome. degrees here yeah, dude, it's like in super Georgia, hot dude. Here. Yeah, it was like 46 yeah, last week. No, stuff is blooming. I'm sneezing. It's not good. Yeah, it's snowing here, so you know. Um. Do you have anything else you've been doing on your uh, on your Switch you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I've been playing Celeste. Yeah. I'm not quite as good or as far as Jason is. I'm actually, I think, on the last stage currently. Okay. So I haven't quite beat it yet, but that game is brilliant. Um, I really enjoy it. I think the music is spectacular. The, um, I, the writing in the game is really interesting and thoughtful and thought-provoking more than you'd expect in a platformer. I don't really have anything new to add that anyone else hasn't said, but it definitely, for me, I think is a must-buy game no matter top if, 10 switch be... that's what i'm asking everybody is it your top 10 switch game for me yeah i wow. mean there you go that's I, the first one it's a top 10 switch because i have like 10 switch games so. okay that's fair <laughs> enough hey hey it's top 10 for you but even even if not like generally obviously we have a long um year ahead of us still sure. but it is a game that i is written down of like hey play this again in november to remember to remember where this game fits it really is that good um so yeah, like I said, I everyone else has said far enough about it. I don't have anything new or really insightful to say, other than I really enjoy it. I think it's great. All right, Caroline. What's up, girl? I have not played Celeste. And do you know why I haven't bitten the bullet on the game? Because it's super hard and you're gonna die four thousand times like me. That's why I'm not playing it. I'm never gonna play the game. Nope. Yeah. I don't do that. And I rage like really, really bad. <laughs> me too. I'm I like, I suck at this. I, I quit. Over and over and over. <laughs> Dude, I've like basically already quit Rocket League after five online matches. Why do you hate Rocket League? <laughs> because I'm not good at it. Nice. You're, I can't. I can't say that you're not good at Zelda. That's just beat up on the computer. Just I did that. start. I did start that, but you know what? I only scored one goal. Beat up on Brian. I just beat up on my kids. It makes me feel no, good. No, see, Brian. Beat Brian my kids would... like ten to six. Brian would beat me. Oh, no, that's not Not, yeah, not that's even not trying. I'm sure he would beat me. Anyway, um, I bought Rocket League only because it was on sale at Best Buy, and it came with all the DLC, and it was a physical copy, and I'm like, sure, why not? Uh, and you I'm also got it for like 15 bucks. That's worth mentioning. I got, yeah, I got it because yeah. Gamers Club Unlocked. I got it for $15.99, all that stuff. I'm sort of regretting it not regretting it i mean it was a is a steal for everything that i got yeah i mean but i'm not into it uh but other than that i 100%ed x or xenoblade chronicles 2 as i said and uh i had like a void in my life after i spent you know two months coming and playing that every evening and chipping away at it so I was like, dang, what do I do? So I split my time halfway between uh, finishing another Stardew Valley um, playthrough on the Switch and also um, actually started Pokemon Ultra Moon. Mm, again. Offic- officially. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, I, I had literally but said. You told me you didn't get off the first island last time we talked. No, Donnie, this is literally what I did. Hey, Mom. Hey, Professor Kukui. Okay, wow. I'm done. Wow. Yeah, that's... that's Yeah, so I've I've gotten to Kala Island. I'm on Island 2. Okay. You need that lost sphere. I feel like you need that in your life. Lost sphere. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
I know, I know what it okay. is. It's just I just I think that's I've heard really it. mixed things. Yeah, like it's like it's RPG light or RPG esque, but I feel like and I, Caroline needs that. She needs like an RPG right now. You know I'm about to needs. have it again with Xenoblade. When it you know when March second happens, I'm gone again. Persona five. That's what she yeah. needs. Everybody's playing it and they're telling me they're like, You need a PlayStation. I quit that game for the second time. Actually, you know what happened? I started that game again. And that was the game that tra- caused me to tr- uh, trade Xenoblade Chronicles in because I was like, I don't need this. I'm just going to play Persona Five. I agree with and you. And that's what I've been playing. You know what? To be honest <laughs> with you, uh, uh, Caroline, not to like take that as like a fanboy comment, I would actually agree with him. Having played Persona Five, I actually do think that may have been like Xenoblade Two. That was like great. I actually think I may have taken it because I played Xenoblade Two for quite a bit. Like I played for 25, 30 hours, and then I quit it. And then I tried to play it again for another 25, 30 hours. I was like, I still can't. No, like, I, like <laughs> there's so much game there. You can play it for 20 hours and go nowhere. Yes. You're just yes. like, what have I done? Have I done anything? <laughs> like, you, you, you I, got I, some potions. You passed a test. <laughs> I, 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 played, I played Breath of the Wild. And I, I will say that I have not gone back and gotten all the corks. That is the one thing Don't that, do that I. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. No, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it. Go get Skyrim. Do that instead. Don't do that. Don't do that. Skyrim on Switch is great. I've played Xenoblade 2 more than I've played Breath of the Wild, you guys. They knew what you needed to do is you need to go do the Master Trials and go do the DLC. Stop it. I'm meeting you in the parking lot. You do (laughs) need to do the Master Trial quest and go finish the DLC. That you should do. Or you did the DLC. I've done all the DLC. But you didn't do the Master Trial, right? Yes. Okay, my bad. I beat... All, I beat you and Jason, don't you remember? <laughs> mm. I beat okay. you and Jason on the sword, and good. then I did the song of the the right, ballad. Right, right, the, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I was playing Owlboy until Bayonetta came out, and then I just turned Owlboy off. Um, this evening, actually, I streamed an hour of Old Man's Journey, which is a game that I've been hyping on the last couple of Nintendo Shacks because some folks on our Twitter feeds tell me it's great. Um, it probably is great if you play it in portable mode. If you don't play it in portable mode, here's the thing I didn't know because I didn't look into any reviews because I was just like, it's $10. I'm going to throw $10 at the wind. It has motion controls that you have to use. Uh, you oh. have to. Like, it's like a point-and-click Wii game because it's uh, a motion game because it's a touchscreen. Here's the interesting thing. Here's the thing that I didn't like. When you play it in, in portable mode, because I, I got stumped on a puzzle and I picked up the console and tried it, when you play it in portable mode, you can totally use the joystick to do your own joystick commands. When you dock what? it, when you dock it, guess what you can't do? Can't use joystick at all. Can't use pro controller. It's not not available. Got to use the thing. It tells you to calibrate. Here's the other thing that sucks about that. I found that my cursor kept floating off the screen. I had to recalibrate constantly. If you watch the stream, you'll see me do it probably about once every two minutes. Also, when you have the, there's a lot of times you have to drag like stuff up and down the whole, by the way, I should have started this. The whole game is not like telltale point and click. If that was the case, I'd be totally fine with all of this. Here's what the game is. The game is drag layers of the background to create like levels that match each other. So your old man can walk down or up and move on to the next screen. So it's constantly like this puzzle thing. The whole thing. I played it for an hour and the whole thing was that. Here's the problem with that. When you drag something to the edge of the screen, motion stops. <laughs> this is just a badly designed game. So here's the problem. When you need to drag it eight inches, but the edge of the screen is six inches away, you have to drag, come back, grab, and drag again. When there are things happening in real time, everything stops. It slows to a halt. Wasn't a huge fan. That said, um, it's really pretty. It's nice, neat aesthetic, what it's going for. I do think this might be the case where this is probably a better game on your phone than it is on the Switch. Or, at the very least, mm. probably a better game if you use the touchscreen controls on the Switch than trying to play it otherwise. And I, I think that's the only thing that's really worth pointing out. If you're going to buy this game, play it on the touchscreen. Don't try to stream it. Don't try to play the pro, pro controller. Don't try to play it on TV. It's not meant for that. It's not for that. You can do it. It's not meant for that. Like uh, That aside, that's what I try to do. Not the best experience. Play it. Um, on the screen, use your finger. That's the way the game is meant to be played, and that's probably the best way to play it. Um, also, you know, everybody kind of told me it's like this visual novel and all that, and like this narrative-based game. Really no voice. There's no voice or narrative at all. What there is is, like, you guide the old man to, like, the dock. 
he like sits down and then like he remembers like playing boats with his daughter. And I'm sure it gets better, but like it's oh, it's gosh. not like it's not like a motion scene either. It's literally like a picture, like a still scene. Like is this a game that would make? Is this a game that would make a sentimental me cry? Not like really. A lot? Not yet. Anyway. Not yet. I'm oh. halfway through it. Not yet. I, there's nothing that's like making me cry. Like right now, I, it's like so. Like right now, here's what he's seeing. Like right now, like you start the game, like he sees this couple. Like, like this boy has his arm over this girl. They're looking at the sunset, and he remembers how he did that with his wife or this girlfriend. And then oh. like you see them like get married, and then you like you see them like she's pregnant, and then you see him like giving his daughter like a boat. I'm sure there's tragedy about to happen to me. I'm halfway through the game. It hasn't happened yet. I'm sure somebody's about to die. Something's about to go wrong. Uh, if not, this game's really dull. Like something has to happen. Like there has to be some sort of, uh, climax here, but there's nothing. Not, I didn't get that far yet. Um, but that said, there's no, it's not like, um, that oh. dragon cancer, right? Where like they're cut scenes <laughs> and voices. There's nothing like that. It's just literally in, in the art style. I was trying to think about it. Is it Scholastic? Is that the name of those magazines used to be in, like, doctor's offices? No, uh, Highlight. Highlights. The entire game looks like something you'd see in a Highlight magazine. That is the art style. <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of. I was like, that totally reminds me of that magazine I used to read. That's what it looks like. Um, so nice. you just see, like, this, this, this one scene. It's not in motion. There's no animation. Like, nothing's happening. It's literally just a picture of the old man or, like, when, when he was younger – working or hanging out with his daughter or hanging out with his wife or his girlfriend or something like that. So I don't know. That in itself just seems really sad to me, and I don't know if I can cope. <laughs> she's just like, I know something bad's going to happen, and I don't want to see it. You know, like, she just keeps going. She's yeah. dreading it. She's like, it's bad. It's going to happen. It's bad. I have um, such a soft spot for the elderly, too, so I just, I don't know. Like, Don't play that Dragon Cancer. That Dragon Cancer, if you never saw it, if you never heard about it, have you heard I about watched it? a little bit of what you played. Oh, my God. It brought me to bawling tears. Oh no! I was bawling never, my eyes never. out that two-hour video. <laughs> like, it's that so is the sad. perfect game to explain when people are like, "Well, games are fun." Be like, "Hey, really? You're to that dra- fun?" It, here's the sad thing: I would totally recommend that game to anybody. I love that game. Oh, absolutely! Right, like, I, I love the it's game. It's so, it's like that's a powerful game. It's such a game that like mm-hmm. people should know that that game exists. Like games like that exist. Absolutely. At the same time, like oh, oh, oh. Anyway, yeah. So. That that old man's journey, I don't think it's for everybody. If you hate motion controls, if you're like, I hate the Wii, don't ever play that game. Nope, that's a bad bad idea. Um, <laughs> like it's, I'm I'm gonna finish it. I I'm a, I was halfway through in an hour, so it can't be more than two or three hours. So if you're looking for something like that, that's pretty cool. Um, outside of that, I don't think there's anything else. I've been just been playing some old stuff. I played some Zelda. Like I've been just been hanging out. I was telling Jason that I've just been hanging out. Um, I did buy a Wii U. And that's what Caroline wants to get into. Um, so, like, here's the thing. Do you, would you like to ridicule me now or have me tell you the story and ridicule me afterwards? Uh, I'm not going to ridicule you. Oh, I'm, I know Kyle is. That was completely directed to Kyle. I'm happy <laughs> because as a fellow collector who's got all of her babies on her shelf, uh, I'm glad you're back into it, man. So, here, okay, here's what happened. Because when I posted about this in Discord, um, I, got ridic- I got ridiculed. When I, posted I don't about, think I said anything. No, you did not. You did not. When I posted on Twitter, I totally got ridiculed. Jace is, Jace doesn't even like try to be nice about it. Like he just like this is ridiculous. Why are you doing Loves this? Jace, yeah. What did he call me? Did you see the tweet he said? He said I, did, I can't remember. He, he was, was pretty, like, yeah, "You're was... the most. You're the strangest video gamer I know," or something like that. He was like, "And I'm not yeah. even kidding. This is ridiculous." Um, and then all kinds of people just piled on. They were like, "Yep, this, this, what this guy said. Yep, that makes sense to me." Huh. Um, so here's what happened. If you didn't listen to uh, the last two weeks of Shaq or PSVG, uh, my home life has kind of sucked. Um, not in the personal space. That's been good. Uh, like, literally in the home. Like, the house itself has sucked. Um, I've been digging trenches and holes and sump pumps, and as my house flooded. Um, we had a lot of rain the last two weeks. My house flooded. And uh, to be honest with you, it was a lot of, like, long nights and a lot of tired days. I was going to work, and I, I was just kind of down. And the folks in our Discord know that I've actually been kind of saying for like the last maybe six months to a year, my kids have kind of stopped playing video games with me. And I don't know why. Like, I keep trying and I'm like, you know, like, we should play Mario. They didn't care about Odyssey at all. They literally were like, no. I don't want to play this. Like, they tried it and they're like, no. The only way I can get my daughter to play video games with me is if I play Rock Band. The only way I can get my son to play video games with me is if I watch him play Pokemon. Like, there's no game that we play together. You're gonna make me st- 
start crying. Well, I mean, I don't mean to make you cry, but like, I feel I bad because when we had a Wii U, we played games all together. And when we did our Wii U Remember Me podcast, like I kind of mentioned that, like I said, like the Wii U was my favorite console. I don't mean it's the best console, but like the Wii U was the console that started PSVG. The Wii U was a console that got my kids playing video games. Mm-hmm. I just kind of got nostalgic. Like I had this terrible week. Like I was like, man, if I had Wind Waker HD right now, you know, like that's what I would play and it would make me feel better. It's my favorite video game. And I know one day it'll come to the Switch. I, I, I firmly believe it, it will happen. But I was like, damn it, if I had it now, I'd play it now. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, if we had the Wii U, my kids would play with it. We'd play Nintendo Land. Like, we would play video games together again. We'd play Wii Sports. My kids love Wii Sports. Like, we would play these things. I had a friend of mine at work that I, I encouraged, persuaded, <laughs> a, you know, to buy a Wii U one day. He bought the Zelda Wii U, the Zelda Wind Waker uh. edition. He comes to me and he goes, hey, I'm buying my kids an Xbox One. We're going to sell this thing. GameStop will give me 85 90 bucks for it. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah. Like, how much do you want for it? And he told me 100 bucks. And I was like, a hundred's a bit much. He goes, we have, at the time that I told him to do it was when Wind Waker came out. He also has Wind Waker HD with the Ganon statue special edition. Oh, no. And Twilight Princess with the Amiibo special edition. He goes, all right, I'll give you everything we have for 200. I was like, all right, I'll bite. (laughs) The nostalgic collector bug in me like, it got me. I have since been buying all kinds of things on eBay. I'm like, all right, I need Bro. all of it back. I need Nintendo Land. I need Color Splash. I need all of it. All of my favorite games. I need them now. I'm going to play them with my kids. So um, right now I'm probably $350 into a Wii U collection. Um, I've got most of my first parties back. I got Xenoblade. I got I got everything that is not already coming to Switch. So I didn't get Donkey Kong. I didn't get Mario Kart 8. I didn't get Hyrule Warriors because I already have them or getting them. Um but I did get everything else um, for the most part, first party, and then even some third party stuff. So really the way I want to kind of turn the story is I want to ask you guys. So I'll start with Kyle. Kyle, has there ever been a moment where nostalgia or emotion got the best of you and you splurged on video games? Uh, not to the, that extent. I very much have a hard time. Um, for me, it's not about nostalgia. It's about being in the current discussion of games that i'm like i don't really think i'm gonna like this game but everyone's talking about it maybe i'll like it uh i'm probably not gonna well but everyone talks about how good it is and then i buy it and then i hate it and i'm like why did i buy that game tell me what that game oh oh geez i'm not gonna be able to think of one off the top of my head but it's happened multiple times okay 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 (laughs) but like i i think i very much get caught up in the wild no i don't actually (laughs) caroline just so you know Donnie has said that at some point this year he's going to restart that game, and the, the I'm Wii going to U came with, with him. The Wii U came with Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna play the game on Wii U. This is the first thing I told my son. Perfect. I was like, Guess Are what you we serious? Get? Yeah, he, he asked Breath of the Wild. I was like, We have Breath of the Wild again, and I was like, I'm gonna play it again. He's like, You're gonna play it on Wii U? I was like, Yeah. He's like, Why? I was like, So I can start a separate save without having to ruin my own. Exactly right. why. That's and, why. <laughs> and whenever he starts that, I told him I would start playing Zelda again because I was only a few hours into it, and I would start I'm over. Hold you to that. Yeah, I don't hold we're about to, we're about to kill your Persona Five progress. Ah, uh, well, I know. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I was trying to get that done before Nino Kuni in March, so not we'll see what chance. happens. You're not but anyway. either one of them. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah, so I think for me, it's more of that. I'll be honest, Donnie. Like the reason why, like, and I know not everyone knows the reason why you picked up a Wii U again. Yeah. But for me, like, I find that to be very like heartwarming and life affirming. Like. It was it was about you to a degree, but it was much more about like, hey, really I want to reconnect with my family. I want to reconnect mm-hmm. with my kids, and like, and I know the people who gave you crap for it, like, they don't do. necessarily know that story. But like, would you share that like that's why you want to do it? Like, how, like to me, I think that's really awesome. That it's like, hey, it's not the newest, latest, best, but it is the most important. My kids were um, so excited; they were instantly, right. instantly, they're like, "We need Nintendo Land. We need Just Dance." Like all, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, went right back to the games that they used to play, and they want they want them again. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I'm really excited to hear your stories of jumping back into these things because I know you love these games. Like you talked about them and how how great a time you had with them. I, I'm really I hope that they continue to deliver that same joy for you and your family that they did initially. I, 
I've committed to this time because the second time I, and this is what I said to Jason and people can think what they will, but the second Wii U I had really didn't count. I sold my, I traded my Wii U for my switch, right? I traded it all in, bought all my switch stuff. The second Wii U I got was really, it wasn't my Wii U. It was my friend's Wii U that I gave him an Apple TV for. We had like just a couple Zelda games and Mario Kart. Like it wasn't a Wii U. Like it didn't count. Right, like it wasn't mine. Like we didn't have it. It's a we barely, chip. yeah, we barely even used it. It sat in the box for all time. So we traded that in too when we wanted new games. This is going to be my second Wii U. Like we're gonna buy Virtual Console. And Wii comes with Smash. They had Smash. Like we have Smash again. My son is so excited to play Smash again. Like Aww. I'm committed to keeping this one. It's the limited edition I always wanted that I never had. It's got all the games that my kids wanted that they never wanted to get rid of. Like this one's not going anywhere. I'm keeping it. I'm, I want I'm, the Ganon statue, dude. I'm so nope. mad that you didn't think ah, about me I'm when keeping you... it. It's gonna be right here next time we turn into the shack. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Caroline, it's on my it's on my to get list. Did nostalgia or emotion ever get the best of you in the Absolutely. video game space? Uh, I think I've mentioned before that before I got into Nintendo, I was a Sega girl, and uh, the Genesis was my first console, and. It was my baby, and I had that thing since I was two years old up through the time that my parents decided that I had too many video game consoles and decided that they were going to sell it, the controllers, the peripherals, and all of my video games that were majority Disney video games Yikes! on eBay for $25. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, parents. <laughs> I have a similar story, but I'm going to hold on to it because it's sad. But yeah, good. Eventually, I mean, I got in. I was, like, I was like, they ruined it. I mean, like, I think I was 14. I was mad. I was a teenager. I was mad. I was really upset. Uh, you don't need that. You don't play it anymore. It's like, but I might. That's the thing. That's why I have everything here. I might. Um, eventually, after I started, like, having issues with just playing it on an emulator over and over and over again. I think it was maybe two or three years ago that I just really, I I know exactly what happened. I had been thinking about getting one and another Sega Genesis, and I was going to get my collection back. My sister surprised me literally the next day with one of those, uh, basically mini NES things that's the really cheap made in China piece of crap that's got 100 Sega Genesis games on it. Two Sonic games and a bunch of games you never heard of before. You got it. <laughs> it I was I, I was so excited. I immediately put it in. I mean like the dang controllers had to have double A batteries in order to work. Those okay? are the wireless ones, right? Yeah. I know, exa- I know exactly the thing you're talking about. But I was like, I was like, oh, but I really have been wanting this. And it's just like fate, right? Yeah. And then Sonic 2, my favorite game on the Genesis, uh, the the pitch on the sound was totally messed up. There was like this chirping sound in the back. It was just a bad port ROM. I was so mad. I was like, Hillary, my sister, I love you and I love this gift, but you got to take it back. And the next day... I bought a Sega Genesis on eBay. Real one. And yes. A, a real one. The real one. And I'm still working on my game collection for that. But yeah, I think I bought like five games with it. Cool. That that happened in 2014 or 15. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, um, I, I did talk to my kids. We're going to try. Try. I don't know if this is even possible, really. We're going to try to do a Nintendo Land stream. My kids always want to stream it, and I don't think we ever did. We're going to try to do like some sort of picture-in-picture with the gamepad plus us playing in a room. We're going to try. Cool. We're going to try to figure it out. We'll pull out the cameras and tripods. We're going to try to do it. Um, I got a couple news stories. We're running a little long. We'll be a little over, but it's okay. Um, we'll just try to keep our thoughts to a minimum here. Um, Emily, Emily Rogers, famous Nintendo, famous, infamous, famous uh, Nintendo <laughs> insider, says that Switch will have a Smash this year. Shocker. I, I love Emily. Kevin doesn't. Uh, but literally, Jason and I have been talking about this for weeks. The moment that they said Nintendo Switch Online was going pay for play in tw- in September, I think we all like Kevin and I almost immediately said it. Jason was like, eh. "I was like, there's no way, there's yeah. no way they make people play for online without Smash being there. There's no other game like with Cart out of the way, it has to be Smash." Yep. 
Now, the interesting thing is she said, I don't know if it's a port or if it's a new one. She said, I don't know. She said, but there's new content, new characters, new something. Um, the only thing I'm hoping for, single player. That's it. I need a better campaign single player. That's really the only thing really? I really care about. Yeah, I don't care about ice climbers. That doesn't bother me at all. I know <laughs> Caroline wants ice climbers. I don't care. I don't care I want about ice climbers. Um, the other thing that I thought was, uh, I've got two other stories, um, but let's get over this one first. Fire Emblem Heroes, $295 million this year. Scares the crap out of me that we'll never get another Fire Emblem game again. Why would we? Um, to put that in perspective, Alex Rodriguez, when he signed a 10-year extension with the Yankees, got $275 million to play. They got Alex Rodriguez worth of money in one year from Fire Emblem, the mobile game. Now, it's worth mentioning 60% of that money comes from Japan. That's still oh. a crap ton of money. Yeah. That's insane. Um, I stopped playing it like two months in because it was such a cash grab. And that's my story, and I'm still going to. I, st I still won't get back into it because I'm like, you got to cut, you got to catch them all type thing. Mm. And it was, it was a cash grab, like special this weekend only for three days. Right, 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 get, right, right, right. get these special ones. But I see people all over YouTube like, bring my bay into the game, you know, yep. vote for so and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never paid a dime, and I still play the game. I've never paid a, a penny. So. I got to catch them all. That's weird. I couldn't do it. They got $300 million. I never played. I've still played and I've never paid a dime. And Caroline never played a dime. She played for two months. and But they still got $300 million out of somewhere. Kyle, yeah. you got anything you say about the The thing million? I just find interesting about this is, you know, obviously we're seeing the, the model of free-to-play games be attached to $60 titles now. And people wonder why. This That's is why. why. Like, yeah. we <laughs> complain about paying $60 and then paying. Like, clearly, I know this is obviously a free-to-play game, but, like, they make money. People are clearly Why paying the money it? for these things. Why not do it? Why not Call of Duty multiplayer, free to play, map packs, I, all downloads, cosmetic? I've, yeah, why I've not? Shamelessly done it for Disney Magic Kingdom. Yeah, what about you, Kyle? I have put money into Disney Magic Kingdom. I'm absolutely yeah. terrified yeah. that when Sony releases Hot Shots Mobile. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be right there with you guys. Um, to put that in perspective, though, Clash of Clans and Pokemon Go both earned over a billion dollars. Oh, I thought you said Clash of Clans is going down. A billion dollars. I mean, I just, I, I pulled that from the article. That's what I wrote down. That's what the article said. Billion. So, a billion dollars. One billion dollars. Pokemon Go isn't even two years old yet. Grand Theft Auto, a billion dollars, like GTA 5. Has to be, right? 60, was it like 60 million copies? I think it's like 80 something now. So that times 60 has got it, yeah, right? So. Well, plus like, all their microtransactions. But like that's like every that's like every that's like no other game but GTA Five has hit a billion dollars, and Pokemon Go did. And I wouldn't ever I wouldn't rank Pokemon Go in my top five hundred games. <laughs> like that's insane. Um, MPD is out for January. Switch did come in the console most sold in terms of units. Um, PlayStation Four earned more revenue. Um, I guess in terms of profit margin, I'm not sure how that works out. But uh, Switch sold the most units. Um, interesting things about that. Well, I mean, first, let's just get you guys' comments. What do you think? Switch. This is crazy, right? I just bought a Wii U. Sold like crap forever. The Switch is here in January where it didn't even have, like, a really, like, a huge launch. Highest highest selling platform. It's insane. Yeah. There's not... I think... I think it's important to keep in mind that January is a really good month for everyone. From top console to bottom console, there was a 3% difference. Hang on a second. That's really good mm. because this January is up 60% compared to last January. They made like like crazy amount of money. It was a $1.1 mm -hmm. billion dollars more this January than last January. People oh are loving gosh. video games this year. That, that, I think that has a lot to speak about how great 2017 was. There are yeah. a lot of people that are like, man, there are a lot of video games over here. I got to go buy some stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, and probably what if <laughs> I tweeted about this last night and probably what has got to be the most weirdest news fact out of MPD. 3DS, best January since 2014, highest month sold in two and a half years. What? Let me, <laughs> right, let me tell you this. Here's what launched between December 15th and February 1st on 3DS. Style savvy, 80s overdrive, Kirby Battle Royale. Best month for 3DS 
in two and a half years since 2014. Better than Sun and Moon launch? Best month in two and a half years. Now, Somebody's all right. got their numbers wrong. Nope. Somebody put a zero in Hang there where it should have been. There is, I do think, because Jason and I were talking about this last night, and he had a really good point. There is a qualifier here that I don't think was mentioned in the MPD. That Pokemon Pikachu 2DS XL did launch in January. That's got to be an attributor here to the numbers. That said, just like just like Caroline just said, that said, this was the best month the system has had outside of a major push game like Pokemon Sun and Moon in two and a half years. That's incredible. That's insane. Even with a new console, a new model, that doesn't matter. The fact that this was the best month without a major game or even in a major game window. Like, there's no... Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon came out in October. Like, yeah. this no, is crazy. November. This is crazy. That's insane. Um, So while while we all... Last-minute Christmas push? Like, is that's all I can think. You said December 15th to... No, no, no. I no. was using December 15th just for my own thing. This was literally MPD January 1st, January 30th. 31st. I have no words. I, I, I... 31 days in January. Yeah, yeah. You're, lost. you're lost for words. There's no explaining that. So here's the thing. Like, we all own Switch. We all love Switch. We're all like, more Switch. How could how could Kimishima, like, kill the 3DS? You can't. There's no way you could do that. It just had its maybe, best month in two years. Well, maybe maybe people know the writing's <laughs> on the wall. And there's it's no about, reason for that. Even, people know that it's about to die, so they're buying it up. You right, know, but really like, like the PS2 did, right? They carried the PS2, what, two and a half, three years beyond its oh, life? Oh, gosh, yeah. The 3DS still should live if it just had its best month in two years. <laughs> like, well, clearly they don't need to do anything for it to sell because there was nothing there for it to sell. Kirby? So just keep making them. Maybe Apparently. Kirby on Switch is going to be huge. Like, maybe we just don't realize uh, yeah. the Kirby come. It is beautiful. I'm excited for Kirby on Switch. I, yeah, I, I think I may be the only one here, but um, I love that Kirby Robobot. Um, Kirby Robot was great. If nobody ever played it, like it really was. I never, really I never great. got that one. The last God, one I got so was so good. Uh... And I don't like Kirby. I'm not saying that as a Nintendo fan. I don't even like Kirby. I liked Kirby Dream Land and um, the golf game, Kirby Dream Course. That's the only Kirby Dream games course. I've ever liked. And everybody hates that game, and I love that one. Um, no, but Kirby Robobot was incredible. And if this game is half as good as that, it's going to be fantastic. Um, the last news that I mentioned was about Kirby, and apparently there's a demo coming. There are all rumors all over Twitter yeah. that they're going to release a demo, just like they did with Kirby Robobot. Um, Kevin and I both postulate maybe we'll get one, two levels to play. I think Kirby Robobot, I think you could play two levels. You could play them as many times as you want, but you can only play two, which is weird. I mean, I don't know if it's weird because people don't even really do demos anymore, but I it do. still feels weird to be like, here's a level. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> really? A level? It's like, here's two minutes of our game. Go buy it. I don't know. It is kind of weird that it's ahead of time. Because demos like kind of exist now, but they tend to be like a month later. They're like, hey, that didn't quite sell like That's we thought. True. Here's mm-hmm. a demo. Let's get you in there. So, this so when is... I think of demos, I think of like, um, like near, right? Mm-hmm. Near like, yeah. it's, not, it's not like a Demo, it's like, here's a portion of the game, right? It's like this, right. here's a prologue. That's when I think of demo, like ground zeros. Like, I think, like, here's a portion of the game. Here's three hours of the game you can play, right? Not, here's a level. <laughs> like, I a t- level is, in, that's a weird thing. I tell you who did the demo right was the people that are doing the Project Octopath Traveler. I knew you were about to go there. I, oh, my yeah, gosh. That was like, a I mean, great demo. Like, Let's release it a year, maybe in advance, eight months to a year in advance. Get feedback from it and build the game based off of the feedback. Yep. Yep. No, I agree with you. That was a great demo. Anyway, that's what I had to say. Did anybody have any news or anything else you'd like to comment on? You guys good? Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to let you guys. Kyle, where can folks find you? So you can find me, uh, actually, I'll, I'll plug the at Board with Video Games. So Josh and I do a board game slash video game show, Board with Video Games, at Board with VG on Twitter. Um, and it was interesting, we actually announced this when we recorded on Tuesday, and then more has happened since then. Um, but next week is going to be a special episode. It's going to be 100%. We're going to be talking about video games and violence, and mm. board games, actually, Ooh. and violence as well, because there's some things there. Um, we actually talked about that on Tuesday and announced it, but the show didn't release till Thursday, and obviously much more has happened since then. Um, so... 
it's going to be a very in-depth look. Um, I've done a lot of research on this just in my past and, and read, read a lot of academic articles and things like that. I don't claim by any means to be an expert, um, but I hopefully can pre pre present a pretty part, not, not political, very much research-based view of like, hey, here's what the data says and here's kind of where we're looking at and, and how these things tie together. So it's going to be a special episode. It'll be a little different than the norm, but I hope you are willing to check it out. And if you have thoughts, feel free to email us at boardwithvg at gmail.com and we will help you read your read your thoughts in the po in the uh, podcast as well go caroline you can find me at the nintendame on twitter and i'll also plug the fact that since kevin was so nice and was like hey you need to put caroline in the uh arcade yeah. academia tweets uh, i have been doing those with kevin and tyler now and we just did one over this past month about earthbound so uh since it's Nintendo, I'm going to say go check out the Earthbound one. Next month or this coming month, we're going to be talking about Sonic, Sonic the yeah. original. Yeah. Adventure. I'm excited to hear that. I love Icardia. I, I really do. Like, you yeah. guys have taught me so much more about even games I thought I knew about. Like, I, oh, I, I definitely. I love, I love the history behind video games. It's just, I'm a nerd. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, I mentioned last week on Shaq, but I, I listened to, uh, I did Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, and I did mm -hmm. Console Wars, like in the last two weeks. I did both of them. Console Wars. Good stuff. So good. Good stuff. Um, you can find me over on Twitter at Play Nintendo, and you can always follow all of us over there at PSVG. Click on list. All of our Twitter handles, all of our shows are there. We are a proud member of the PSVG podcast family. And uh, all of our shows publish there almost every day. Okay. I feel like, uh, I'm trying to keep up with them all. Even I am running a day or two behind uh, most yeah. weeks. Uh, so definitely everybody tune in. My 2018 resolution was to remind you every episode that I'm on, please share our podcast with a friend of yours. That can be tweeting at a friend of yours. Say, hey, have you ever heard of PSVG? Um, or just letting somebody know, like, hey, I listen to this podcast. We appreciate it. We don't charge anything. We don't make any money. We don't have a Patreon or anything like that. Um, we just want you guys to enjoy what we do. So if you've got feedback for the show, you can always email us at podcast to play some video games. Uh, but with that being said, good night, Kooplings. Uh, but remember, always or never stop gaming. Something like that. There you go. There we go. He's gonna be so mad. I know, Kevin. I never, I never, I never host as well as Kevin would like to. But anyway, folks, thank you for joining us. We always appreciate it. Goodbye. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Find more great content at PlaySomeVideoGames.com.